1: I think you're a heck of a wrestler, you're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy, Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason... Wait a minute, El Dandy has been wrestling in, in in the cruiserweight division here, please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes he's 50 pounds. Who difference. are you to, to, to doubt L Dandy? This guy's a serious professional. So let's talk about some serious How about, a, how about hypnosis? Let's get to Psychosis? Psychosis? Whatever, whatever, he's a great wrestler, you know...
2: Hello and welcome to the Rawcast. I'm your host Don DelRente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? Hey, what's up, Don?
0: You no, know, it's been plenty of times I wanted to walk away from a sh- from the- from this show because I felt I wasn't treated right, but got to give kind of like the best friends gotta get the people what they want
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah man it's a lot of been a lot of bad creative and a lot of bad booking on monday night raw that you've had to review um that's 24 7 segments uh the last couple of weeks i really thought you were gonna just tell me i was gonna have to do this solo
0: no but then you know i mean that's just one bad segment out of a Three hour show, so I can deal with that now. If it would have been the whole night, there would have been some, some, bullsh- some bullshit, then you know, then we probably had to talk about um, about trades or something like that. You know? <laughs> I went to NXT or or SmackDown, or something <laughs> I have been like had to, had to deal with that, but no, I can make you a you make chicken salad out of chicken, shit, you know.
2: Well, thank you once again for joining me here on the RawCast. We are a part of the CSPN. You can find us on the web at CSPN.us. You can also find the RawCast through iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitch Radio. All you have to do is subscribe to the WrestleCast-CSPN. The Look for the logo with the New Day holding the WrestleCast sign. Subscribe to that. And the RawCast will show up in your podcast queues each and every week. So we open up with a long recap, Amos versus Bobby Lashley. Uh, we get right into it, Amos versus Bobby Lashley, steel cage match. Cedric Alexander jumps Lashley from behind in the aisle way, and the big brawl is on before the match is official. Uh, so they finally get the match in the ring, um, you know, they're exchanging heavy artillery. Cedric Alexander gets involved again and Lashley pulls Cedric down into the cage, almost boots Lashley in the face and throws him through the cage, allowing Lashley to basically like walk off the side of the broken panel to the outside to the floor and get the win. Big show versus Steve Austin. Right. I'm just like, are you serious? You really just did that? <laughs> we old enough to remember that for some kids is brand new.
0: No, 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 no. I'm just saying this, the, the finish though, I'm just saying the finish that was just like, sir. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I guess last year you had to get a win, so you know you ain't going actually pin them. so why not revisit old
2: creative? I almost look great, I mean good God, you got Cedric Got almost, I mean, you got Cedric, you got Bobby, you got MVP. Doing everything. Got a whole bunch of elements trying to get him over. <laughs> yeah, doing everything they can in the world to help him. And he had a pretty good match in this match. I thought their chemistry was much better. This is by far the best of the three matches they've had. Just wish Cedric wasn't uh, using this kind of little role, but, you know. Like you said, they're not going to be Amos. They don't want to... They want to heat the feud up without, basically, you know, Bobby and Amos having too much physical contact. So, you know, Cedric has a role. But I wish it was, you know, um, something that was benefiting him down the line. Right. Uh, Theory versus Mustafa Ali, non title. And Theory says, hang on a second. He thinks we need a special referee for this match. So here's the miss to replace the referee ref Asia, who was already in the ring. Uh, I know Kyler Wren felt some kind of way about that. Hold on again though. Hey, as she was um she was a ref? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Hold on again, though. His theory is using Vince McMahon's advice of expect the unexpected. Therefore, Mustafa Ali has a totally different opponent. And he announces that it's going to be Veer Mahan versus Mustafa Ali. Miz gets in the way of Ali's dive. Miz shoves Ali. And the distraction lets Veer hit the million-dollar arm. And the cervical clutch gives Veer Mahan the win. Um, what did you bring to the repast, sir? Well, I was just, you just eating, you just eating good.
0: As soon as I saw he said man I was like, let me re up this, re up this plate. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Black Holland was like, he was like, yeah, he was like, he was like, time to get. He said, "Who got the repass chicken?" <laughs> I was like, exactly. Because. but the thing is, he got um, got some offense in, you know.
2: As expected, so was a total squash. Post match, the beating continues, but the Mysterios run out for the save, and they knock Veer Mahan off the apron. So Ray and Dominic are back in full force after a few weeks off of the television screens uh, at the hands of Veer Mahan. Um. Today. And this is where things begin to go sideways. I, I
0: don't, don't,
2: don't, don't ruin it. Becky Lynch says that she's seen Shasta Banks and Naomi leaving the building. Uh, and they're not going to be a part of what we thought was going to be a six-pack challenge to determine the new number one contender for the Raw Women's title.
0: Becky, yeah, I'm watching. I'm watching. I'm thinking, oh, this must be storylines Okay. I was like, I said, wow. I said, Naomi and Sasha leaving? I was like, must be storyline. Okay. I said, all right, whatever. I said, I'll just
2: keep watching. Uh, Becky says she's just going to be the new number one contender and just wants to take the night off. But Adam Pierce makes a match between Becky Lynch and Asuka uh, for the number one contender tonight. So we have Riddle versus Jimmy Uso uh, leading up to the. Unification title match is going to take place on SmackDown this Friday. Jimmy goes up top but has to break up the Super RKO attempt only to have the Super 5 Splash hit the knees. Our roll-up has Riddle in trouble, but the referee catches the interference, earning Jay an ejection. That's when Riddle catches Jimmy in the small package for the win. Say what you want. So, here's the, here's the Yes, sir.
0: So... I believe this, this is me going for speculation that they want to try to have um riddle versus Roman at some time
2: because I mean he of, did I, hit him in the face the other night
0: yeah he did and so um and Corey Graves kept alluding to that during the match one of Corey, Jimmy, or Byron can allude to Riddle hitting Roman, and so that's kind of like planting the seeds for a confrontation there. So in my, in my in my eyes, I see Roman interfering this match on Friday. rk Roman be getting the be getting the best of the Ustos. Roman comes out and the fans to the disqualification and he's going after Riddle because real head-of-the-face. That's just the booking that I see.
2: That's still not the match that I want to see, but yes.
0: I know it's not the match you want to see, you know, see, but that's the match we are going to get because <laughs> of how things are
2: now. Right, and I think that uh, what I was going to say is regardless of what you think about him personally in his personal life, which has been well documented on this show and others. When it comes to getting in the ring and doing what you need to do for ten or fifteen minutes, riddles about the best they got on a consistent basis. Dude don't have a bad match. You know what I'm saying? If you put your personal feelings aside, every time he's in the ring, it's a good match, man. And, you know, that's he's definitely a, a workhorse and you can't have enough of those on your programming. Uh, that can go with anybody. And so, if he does get a shot at Roman, it'll be a good match. It'll be a... It'll be, you know, he'll acquit himself well. He won't go out there and be in over his head, so... Right. Video on AJ Styles, Finn Balor, and Liv Morgan's lack of luck against the Judgment Day. Earlier in the day, Liv Morgan was upset about Rhea Ripley when Los Lotharios came in to offer her a spot in the kiss camp. Uh That's a no from Liv Morgan, um Dee, Dee Jonay, and <laughs> Jade to the match for somewhere calling her all kinds of names probably and for not taking them up on that offer, but nonetheless. AJ Styles and Finn Balor come in and chase them off. The guys offer her a spot in their corner tonight, and she says she'll have to think about it. Uh, we switch over to the Judgment Day. They're rather happy with how everything is going, but Ish knows that there are some people who want in. They know everyone wants power, so anyone who wants to come in and move to the next level is welcome. It could even be you, AJ Styles. They could use his athleticism, so join him on top of the mountain. Either be by their side or at their feet, because they're not stopping. Uh, What do you think about the way that they are just straight up doing the House of Black? They really are. They really
0: are, and I know, between pikes. They're like, son of a bitch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Rhea Ripley looks phenomenal with the black hair. She does. Um, Damian Priest looks like he's um energized, renewed. Um, being a part of this and Edge looks like he's having fun and uh, this is clearly you know creative coming from the mind of Edge mostly so um, we'll see where it goes see um, you know they're talking about expanding and getting another member so we'll see who, who they pluck out of the ranks to, to join them. So that brings us to AJ Styles of Finn Balor versus Los Lotharios. The moonsault hits Ray's boots and it's a shotgun drop kick to Umberto in the corner AJ hits a phenomenal forearm on Angel, and then it's the coup de grace to finish off Umberto. Excuse me, Umberto, as AJ Styles and Finn Balor are victorious, with Liv Morgan in their corner. Um, noted that after the match, they get in the ring and do the two sweets. So, I guess uh, Liv Morgan is now... Wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. So, I asked this question on Twitter. Yes. Yeah. So, would you say that Liv, Liv Morgan is whatever the Bullet Club slogan
2: is, or she's for life. And she's for live. What are you talking about? <laughs> but yes, so what do you think about the two sweets on WWE TV? Well, I mean, if you think about it, the two sweet,
0: you know, has you know, played a role in a, in the a, in a WWE, well, not a major role, but it's in going long on the Peacock, or if you listen to internationally, WWE Network, you can see those old WCW episodes where they're two sweeping each other. You know the NWO. Um, I mean, it's good, it's cool. I mean, we, we, we want to see how things turn out with them in his match, when in, in this whole storyline and everything. I like How the story is going.
2: Kevin Owens in a Sami Zayn forever shirt meets with the Alpha Academy, who has a result. before what they Kevin Owens is going to
0: do. He's going to rep a t shirt for someone else in the country. I mean, in a company.
2: Yeah, he gonna buy. He gonna make sure that somebody's merch pops. Like, didn't he have like a Naomi shirt on a couple weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah, he just. And then
0: before he even had released, he had the um, the um, the, the two guys. oh um, guys. Right. That, that that shirt on um on the show. So he to rock somebody's shirt. You know, he will get he'll get somebody over with that merchandise.
2: Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like he has been rocking like a bunch of Dusty Road shirts here lately.
0: You know, bro, I was like, oh he got some dusty shirts. That's like probably the next collection I need like, a couple like dusty shirts I need to get.
2: Um so um gable says they have the results of ezekiel's dna test the open envelope but the results have been contaminated by the presence of barbecue sauce so otis is immediately blamed but gable tries to keep things calm next week gable promises to expose ezekiel for the fraud that he is tonight though gable is going to beat it out of him in the ring kevin owens is like that's what you say every week man kevin owens is is so talented because he's taken some real iffy creative and made it into actually one of the better things on the show.
0: You would say this is iffy creative, look at
2: it. Uh, Man, uh, to shave Elias, to then have Mm -hmm. him come out here and try to make the people think that he's not Elias when everybody knows it is. And then you have to be the guy to come out here and try to be the voice of reason and be the voice of sanity and the way that he's
0: definitely great great on commentary
2: yeah and the way that he's just embraced it and just gone all the way in on it yes there's not a lot of people in that company who can make this as good as it is because this really could be like 24-7 title territory bad comedy but it's not because of Kevin Owens yeah but um and yeah, Chad so, Gable, too. Chad Gable's
0: funny as shit. Yeah. Chad Gable's like, you know, shush. <laughs> I thank you. And then he was just like, talking about some so barbecue sauce. The so Otis was like, yeah, Eli, <laughs> he said you were back there eating some real. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing about that was, there's a story mode in, in, um, in, the, in the My Rise um, story mode on WWE 2K22 where you'll create your creator character to um one of the persons come back and says you know they like hey so you know um they was like they had the food ready for um for, for um, they had the food ready and said oldest it's apparently oldest got hungry for a midnight snack Came and devoured everything in catering, so all the things was left with peanut butter sandwiches. So your wrestler has to go out there and fight Otis <laughs> 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 because he ate everything in catering and everything.
2: They even have weird storylines on the video game, huh? I swear, create. Well,
0: they always had, it always had the storylines on the video games has always been much better than what they gave us on the regular TV. In some, in some aspects, they had some great storylines on the video games, right? But um, yeah. So, but yeah, it was it was just funny. He was just like Owens was like, yeah, you know, I was back there eating too, and he was like, he was eating, and Kevin Owens was like, he was eating ribs. <laughs> I'm saying, <so kidding.
2: laughs> like, oh man, I said Kevin Owens is making this bearable for everyone. Now we recap Sonia DeVille losing her job as a WWE official last week, followed by her losing to Alexa Bliss in about 30 seconds. So we run it back, Alexa Bliss versus Sonya DeVille. A running knee to Bliss allows DeVille to go unhook the turnbuckle pad, but the distracted referee misses DeVille hitting a clean spine buster and he comes over for a delayed two count. Well, Alexa Bliss... She was yelling, count it. Alexa Bliss... Uh doing her best to bring the DDT back as a finisher, hits the DDT for the pin, and after the match, Sonya Deville yells at the ref and slaps him. But she can't do that anymore because she's not a WWE official. Oh, well, she's not. So she's gonna get fined for putting her hands on the official. On the official. Alexa Bliss, the music is terrible. Horrible. Why couldn't she keep her old music? You know what? It's the whole thing. Vince wants something new, so. Oh, I don't know where Alexa Bliss fits in right now, man. I mean, really I doesn't. mean, hey, we we're gonna talk about it later. So what they did, <laughs> I mean, hey, they could have. You know what? Don't 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 do it. I, don't even, I you know
0: what. Don't 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 do it because we can save all that for the for the end. That's be our main event right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's our main event. So, we won't but, save all that for that. We will save for that.
2: But, yeah, so, you know, the second time uh, we've seen her since she's been back, um, you know, two weeks in a row after a long break, after we saw her at the Elimination Chamber. So, um, we'll see uh, what they have for Alexa Buzz going forward. Uh, but it doesn't seem like a whole lot right now. Uh, We recap Seth Rollins attacking Cody Rhodes and giving him the stomp on the announcer's table last week. So we finally reach the triple zeros on the Cody countdown. It is 10 o'clock. Do you know where Cody Rhodes is? He's in the middle of the ring for a promo. Uh, He's been told that Seth Rollins is not here tonight, but he hopes that Rollins is listening. Last week, Rollins poured gasoline on the fire, but the reality is is that Rollins is his own biggest threat. Rollins has built his own purgatory, and he wants to pull Rhodes down with him. He says he wants to flash back to 2011 when Seth Rollins arrived with the rest of the shield. Rhodes was one of the bitter guys in the back. Rollins went on to rocket to the top by shattering the glass ceiling, which Rhodes Rhodes never knew was there in the first place. Uh, He says that his story was a little different, though. He lost a lot and worked his way up, even if he was looking at the lights most nights. Now he has a second chance, and he isn't taking it for granted. Rollins isn't denying him a second chance so Rollins will have to kill him so let's run it back one more time inside Hell in a Cell Rollins um, who seemed to be backstage popped up to say that Rose is nuts because anyone that has ever been inside that cell with him has been changed forever he says it's you true. already know what his answer is and he'll see him at Hell in a Cell So Yeah, how can you not be here but answer the video, answer the challenge on the Titan Tron? That made no logical sense.
0: It's like the whole logical sense of um them booking this match, calling it the rubber match, and I'm like, Well, that means that Seth should have won one of the um those matches. Mm Mm-hmm. Primarily back, the Backlash one, if you want to call this it, a rubber match, but, mm-hmm. you know, dumb creative once again. So, um, I can say this now because it's all time this match. So, after so the raw talk, um, they brought Booker T in to talk about um, the, the, his thoughts of this match. And, you know, they try to say that Seth Rollins, you know, had an easy way to the top. And so Seth chimed in on Twitter was like, no, I, have you know, started when I was 18, you know, driving to, you know, different wrestling schools, wrestling, you know, in pool halls and everything else, making my name on the independent scene, only to have all that erased when I walked through WWE doors. Right. And Jim Cornette had talked about this a lot on, he talked about this a couple weeks ago on either the drive through for the um the experience, he was saying how um you know he was saying he knew he, he knew that Seth Rollins had it, and I think he was you know just saying like he knew that going if he said he was going to the WWE, he was going to the WWE, and he, knew he was going to start all over again. And it was like he couldn't go there as you North know, Tyler Black, you know, as you know the name that he built on the 80s in Ring of Honor. And you know when he got signed, he they was at the FCW. You know, tearing the house down. Everything the NXT came around, and then you know, the legend of the, of the Shield was born from there. Um, it's just that they try, you know, try to like downplay his accomplishments in this, you know, in this, um, in his in in his wrestling career. And, you know, people who, who watched, you know, Ring of Honor and, you know, paid attention to the indies know who, who he was and what he did on those indies and everything. And like he said, all that went away when he got signed to WWE. Mm-hmm. There was no more Tyler Black. He had to go and be, he had to become Seth Rollins. He mm-hmm. had to start all over again. He had to start from the bottom and climb his way up. And I think I saw it, it was a picture of... Um, they post somebody posted a picture on twitter and said it was was at the performance center and dusty was doing a um a promo class that classes in session and so dustin had retweeted and said look at all the stars that's in the um and then you can see you see Bailey, you see corbin you see um sean spears was tired um seth was in there um Quite a different um, Simon gotchas was in there as well too. It's quite a, quite a bit of people down in that um, in that picture in that um, Dusty's um, promo class and everything. So you know he had to start all over again. He had to get to accustomed to what the WWE style of wrestling was, and it was totally different from what he did on the Indies. And people just need to realize that, and they were trying to dis- discredit what he what he did. Like he had an easy way to the top, and he was like. No, I was like He said I had to Scratch I, had to, I said I had to, I had to claw and Scratch my way Of the Independence Then know had the WWE had to do it All over again mm-hmm. And he didn't Really wait I think they They said they came Up in 2012 And I think Dave was down There in like 2010 Probably like The past Like two years He was down the WWE the Developmental Getting themselves Together and Everything So You know no, everybody has a different has a different climb. Have a different um, has a different climb when it comes to WWE.
2: I, I I still think that deep down, Cody has a level of jealousy towards guys like Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens.
0: Yeah, you, you told me. Yeah, you
2: who, yeah, who Dusty gave so much of advice and time and things to to get them to where they are and they credit him so much and you know, this is just a chance I think for him to kind of to to get some to, to, to get something out of that, you know, get something from that. I
0: still say that he probably Dusty probably didn't think that they was gonna go into the family business so to speak. You know. And he probably didn't want to, you know, like you said, like I still think that Dusty probably didn't want to be, like, make it seem like he was just giving his son the keys to the kingdom and everything and just saying, you know, this is what you got to do and everything. He wanted him, I guess, to take his own role. Right. And, get, and, and finally take his own journey there without, you know, having to use your daddy's name and everything.
2: True. I understand that. I understand that.
0: I mean that's just that's just how I see it I get back at what you're saying about you know have us feel some kind of way about um you know about like what Seth had said you No, know, he was um Dusty's number one people and everything mm-hmm. I, I get I get you know why that that would rub him rubbed him the wrong way
2: So we get to Ezekiel versus Chad Gable. Gable sends Ezekiel into the corner for two, but Ezekiel comes out with a kick to the chest. Otis' it's distraction lets Gable grab a roll-up, which is reversed into another roll-up to give Ezekiel the pin. Um, the highlight of this match definitely is Kevin Owens on commentary. Uh, Jimmy Smith messes up and calls him Elias, and oh my God, Kevin Owens just pounces all over that. It's like, see, I told you, I told you, you know the truth, you know the truth. <laughs> He's like, you're also the dude that came out here and said that, uh, that Cody Rhodes hadn't wrestled anywhere for six years, and that was just complete asinine. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Owens is real good on this commentary.
0: Oh, speaking of Kevin Owens, I've seen a tweet from him. So he said, hey, if Cody gets a countdown in a two to three, Two to three sets of pyro for every entrance. Can I finally get the pyro that X four years ago? I guess it's a picture of him and he got balls behind. <laughs> you know, like the burning lights <laughs> and spell out, out balls behind
2: him. Artu <laughs> uh, finally serves to kill his alpha with his divorce papers and then runs off. Dana Brooke comes in to thank Truth for serving Reggie last week, but Truth wants to consummate with the 24-7 title. Dana runs off and bumps into Carmella. Insults Sue, including Dana saying Carmella hasn't mattered since the guy with no chin was here. Truth runs up and asks Carmella for help getting the title back. She says sure, but she wants Dana Brooke when the time is right. James Ellsworth uh. reference.
0: Yeah, the guy with no chance. I was like, "Cool, I remember that name."
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was he was that he was he was her um, her that he was that was her guy. mother had some some. They, they had some um, you know, and had some you know some some quiet
2: company, you know. Yeah. Yeah, she has. Um, Lacey Evans is here. She's introduced as a mother, daughter, Marine, and more. Evans puts over the military and thanks them for everything they do. She's proud of what she has done and knows she has a long way to go, but no one in the back is any better than she is. Um, so there we go. Last week, it was like she was gonna be a heel. This week, huh? Was that
0: a David I
2: a event? No, okay. I'm just saying, it's just, uh... No, I
0: thought she was probably taking a dab about being a
2: Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, they still don't know what the hell they're gonna do. It seemed like she was turning heel last week. This week, they walked it back and made it more like, hey, give it up for the troops. Yay! Nobody can, you know, ain't nobody gonna boo that. So, I don't know. Uh... Riddle says he and Randy are ready for the Usos. The Usos say they're ready for Riddle and Randy. And then that brings us to our main event, Becky Lynch versus Asuka. Winner getting a title shot against Bianca Belair. The cross arm breaker sends Becky to the rope, so she heads to the outside to yell at Bianca Belair. Asuka follows her out, earning herself an Irish whip into Bianca Belair. That's enough to bring Binky onto the apron, allowing Becky to grab Asuka's umbrella. That takes a bit too long, though, and it's the green mist to the eyes and to the buzzsaw kick to give Oscar the pin and the win, and she will go on to face Bianca Belair at Hell in a Cell. <laughs> and that, my friends, was your Monday Night Raw. How uh, no, you
0: feel about Monday
2: Night Raw? Uh, it wasn't that bad. It was actually pretty decent, I thought. I thought the first hour was real strong. The cage match, um, the uh, the Austin Theory stuff was pretty good. Ali getting in their Mysterios coming back. So I thought the first hour was pretty strong. Um, AJ and Los Otharios was real good. Jimmy Uso and Riddle was good. Um, so yeah. I mean, you said we were going to get a good show because there was no competition. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's better. It, it was an uptick from the past two weeks where they wasn't even trying. So
0: yeah, so they, that's what um, the, the ratings did was slightly up five percent. You know, with no um, no no NBA playoff playoffs to pamper them down.
2: So yeah, no NBA or hockey. They're the only sports really on last night. Uh, so yeah, they better had try to deliver their best. But uh, yeah, I thought this was a I thought this was a very good show. But um, you know, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a cool <laughs> show.
0: I I didn't do my normal nine o'clock go watch my other show. I, I watched it all the way through. So oh, that's was a, that's good. Try to show some kind of you know sense of loyalty. I do not say loyalty, but just you know dedication to watching the show and everything.
2: You know, you know how it goes. All right. Well, you know, we've... Um, not
0: yet. Not yet. Not yet. Got got some other... Oh. we will going to get to the Mo Meltzer segment, but we're not going to get to the main event yet. We got some other stuff to...
2: Oh, okay. Do. Well, about. now it's it's time to go ahead and talk about <laughs> the Mo Meltzer segment. So, here's Mo to the underscore Reese with all the news and notes in pro wrestling. <laughs> Music notes in pro wrestling. All right. So, um,
0: wow. So, first things first. Um, so Zachary, um, so the former Ash Carter, he apologized, you know, for the whole photo with the Hitler reference and everything saying he was 21 he didn't know no better i'm like dude they teach you that while you're in school i don't know what school you were going to but they teach you that you're in school about hitler and what he um what he um does or whatever what he did or whatever so i think mjf tried to defend him but then he ended up deleting the um Deleting the tweet and everything. So, that's that. Um, the former um, Nia Jax and Lana, they, well, Nia Jax is Lena Fanini, fin- and Lana's going back at CJ Perry. So, they are wrestling um, at the first ever Women's World Series, Women's World Champion, home. Women's World Champion of Wrestling Entertainment Series, WES. And it's a new wrestling promotion founded by um, the former Authors of Pain. But they've known now as the Legion of, Legion of
2: Pain. Also, uh, it's good that Nia Jax is going to step back into the ring. I, I thought that that would probably happen to her after she, you know, kind of got a little bit of that WWE out of her system that. You know, she would realize that it as actually is fun and something that she does like to yeah. do. Um, and getting, you know, connected with Lana again, someone that she does enjoy. Uh, so it was good to see that it looks like she's going to do something fun um, yeah. uh, for her. So, so
0: other um, glad on to this, hear that. So other matches on this card is going to be Adam the Titan, sure from Brock Strowman versus Alstair O'Brien. Um, to crown the inaugural WES World Champion, uh Legions of Pain versus West Weston Blake and Steve Macklin, And Killer Cross, aka Carrion Cross versus Um Samurai Del Sol, the former Kalisto, and Jonah versus Jonah, the former Bronson Reed. Um also you'll have beyond Perrazzo and Chelsea Green t- teaming up to go against Madison Rain and today Ashwood to crown the inaugural W.E.S. Women's Tag Team Champions, um, and there'll also be um, Dean Mahoutadi, Mahoutadi. That's the former Mojo Raleigh Let's say Dorado and Dirty Dango, the former Fondango.
2: That sounds like they got the whole like uh, first wave uh, uh, WWE cuts on that card. Yeah.
0: And so, the debut show will take place June 4th at the Motor Point Arena and not in Nottingham, England. That's cool. Yeah. So, that's good for them. Um, so, um, Enzo is responding to Simon Gotch. Simon Gotch said that Enzo couldn't wrestle some years ago, and Enzo said it. The only thing people will remember Simon Gash is that he knocked him out cold. Which, yes, he did. Because he was gone for like a couple weeks. And then Enzo returned at a Raw taping in Baltimore. If I remember I that show.
2: Oh, that yeah. Was, that's uh, when he uh, he slid him into the ropes and he nothing him yes. to stretch him out.
0: Yes. Yes.
2: Yeah, I remember that. We all
0: remember that. Um... Looks so like oh, H is getting a new logo, apparently. Uh, Cody Rhodes conser- confirming that the w- w- WWE is making temporary neck tattoos. Who would have thought that that ugly thing was <laughs> on a money bag from that? Oh, here's something that you might be, you, you, you'll definitely have an opinion on, I know for sure. So Rick Flair is apparently training for his wrestling, his last match. Um, now the rumor was It was supposed to be Flair and FTR Versus Rock and Roll Express And the an Ministry opponent But I don't know if that still to happen Because Tony Carr had just signed off On FTR being involved in the match Where the street is That if they can't get those That match to go It's going to be Flair versus Ricky Steamboat
2: and this is all going to be at what Starcast? Yeah,
0: want to say Starcast? It was no, but Starcast. Well, that's like wrestle. That's like SummerSlam weekend. Maybe we throw a roast for. I did on a the roast. They have a roast schedule for of uh, Rick Flair and the Starcast as well too. So, but I know it's probably coming up sometime in the summer though. But he's been. He saying he's been training at. Um, he's been training at um, training with Jay Lethal.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Yeah.
0: Um, speaking of Killer Cross and Salt they Bodo, um, they had wanted to wrestle a top at, Oh, they wanted to wrestle. They said people wanted to see them wrestle Alexa and Bray Wyatt.
2: Nah, it would have been dead on arrival.
0: <laughs> like, like, like how Adam Cole killed him dead on arrival in NXT, right? You, you know how, how, do we, how, how do we feel this just, just seeing you know somebody that Triple H built up built up so that Vince could have his 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 guy that he wanted on the main roster get killed in just a short promo.
2: Yeah, man. I mean, we still talking about it
0: <laughs> because it's, it was just we were just all watched and witnessed it, and it's just like one of those things is just it's just stood out, and we're just like, what? But
2: you know why? Because it was a promo that probably wasn't scripted. It was probably Adam Cole going off on his own, and you don't get a lot of that just true um the raw type of promo style no more because everything is so you know so scripted. Right. So Okay, so going
0: back to Ric Flair, it's gonna be um July thirty first for Jim Crockett promotions. Isn't that when um Summerslam weekend run time in Nashville?
2: July thirtieth is Summer Slam yes sir. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it
0: was July 31st. So, um, Jim, Jim Crockett, wow, that's going to be, yeah, it's
2: going to be interesting. Um, no, man, good luck to Flair. Hopefully, um, you know, he comes out in good health, doesn't get hurt, and, uh, you know, everybody is all better for it.
0: Yeah. Um, Not someone to say. Um, so NX is going back on tour. Um, I think it's in the summer. They're doing that whole Florida tour that they're
2: going to do. So doing the uh, what do they call it the uh, what do they call it the Tangerine Loop or some shit like that. They call it.
0: Yeah, they going back and going
2: there So. That's good because um, some of the people like Lash Legend and and the yeah. Lions and Tiffany Stratton and Fallon Henley and, and the girls in the breakout tournament and you know Trick Williams and people like that can get more ring in ring time. So that, that can only be a, a positive.
0: Yeah. Um. That's that's what you know, the one thing that you know, that's what they need. They need to get, get back into the house shows, to fine tune up their their skills and everything, so when they come on the T V, you know, they can they won't it will be it can be more more of a um a vibe, a connection when they wrestle. Something down real quick. Live podcasting, folks. Yeah, definitely live podcasting. Podcasting. Also, XFL has a um, announced an exclusive Disney ESPN deal. Um, so that be airing. So they said each of the seasons, forty three games will ESPN, with ABC, ESPN, and FX. The mostly agreement um, agreement is from 2023 to 2027. And the
2: 2023 season will kick off on February 18th, 2023. Vince came up because that's a better position than they had before when they were on Fox. Yeah. So, not bad.
0: Uh, Steve Blackman... um, Made a rare appearance on. Um, he I think he came out for like it's like a, a convention or something like that, and I know he posed um, with pictures with the um, with the Hardys. And somebody had posted on Twitter that um, it was a spot where Jeff Hardy had left up on the um, on the ring on the the, the side the, the the railing, and Steve Blackman had hopped up on the other side, and they had like that little spot that they did and everything. Um, okay something else you might be interested in so
2: what are we be doing Friday nights in the fall uh working hockey games and concerts but uh what am I gonna have uh added to my difficult viewing schedule okay so.
0: Uh, SmackDown may have some. It's going to have some competition. Um, Friday, this fall, um, coming on Fridays. Rampage is already on Fridays. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rampage is on Friday, but there's a new competition coming up on Friday. Oh, okay. So, um, and this show has just gotten renewed for its third season. Now they move into a, a a a prime spot on Friday, and that's going to be Young Rock
2: on oh, Friday. Yes. And and it's coming back in the fall, not the summer, not the spring. No, the fall. Oh,
0: that's weird. Okay, so it's gonna be at eight, It's gonna come on um, at eight thirty.
2: That still don't help me. Why can't it come on, like, Thursday when there's, like, no major wrestling that I watch?
0: <laughs> oh, man. As I told you, that's what we we're because they're going be, to be, um, I mean, yeah, so they move a young, they move a young rock to Friday, to Friday nights.
2: Because, I mean, I haven't really had a chance to really watch this season at all just because it's on a bad night. Yeah, it's on Tuesdays. You watching NXT. Yeah, I need my I need to watch my NXT. Um, uh, and yeah,
0: actually, one day one day when I told you that, that one day I told you that I just I just been recording the episodes, and then like soon as we finished recording, I went and watched all the episodes I had missed <laughs> up until this point. Yeah. You know, Jim Cunette makes it a point for him
2: to. Um, oh yeah, they really. Yeah, to
0: they,
2: point out the um, inconsistencies. The, <laughs> yeah, they really went yeah. deep this week.
0: Oh, they went in. I was like, oh, wow. I guess, you know, the Rock probably think, you know, fans are just watching casual fans, watching, like, oh, okay, you know, not thinking that people who was around that time watching wrestling around that time will go back and do the research and see
2: if he was lying or not. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they're taking a lot of creative license Uh. With this past episode, apparently, yeah. Um. So, is it um, time yet? Is it time for the main event, or we still got one? Oh more go? no, no, we got the, we got the, we got the, the
0: match. We had the match
2: before the main event. Okay, the come down.
0: Yeah, it's basically where we where we as the um, oh one more thing I think the situation I guess the situation between Kolo Mushi and um, New Japan is definitely still on the rocks um, so he's not fired that, I think, he said he said he, he, he said he doesn't he, he's for what he said he doesn't um, he said they fire him that's that's, that's you know, it's he'll, he'll take that but he doesn't certainly feel welcome with everything. I think New Japan is definitely not feeling the publicity they had behind this one behind the scenes. Right. So it was played out with this whole
2: thing. Yeah, definitely can understand that.
0: Um, okay, Virgil, um, the former um, BDIC, um what do you want call him, manager or whatever, I think he, he, have, he announced that he had colon cancer. He had stage 2 colon cancer, and he, um, Chris Jericho made a uh, donation to his, um, his fundraiser.
2: Oh, that's good, man. That's good. Hopefully, uh, he uh, can pull it through. Hopefully, they, they caught it early enough where he can he can, uh, um, bounce back. Yeah,
0: but it's, um Jim Duggan's, um, his cancer
2: has returned, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, this is like the third time I think I saw Jim Duggins had cancer, man. It
0: sucks. I uh, don't think Rush was stripped of the Progress World title.
2: Because he couldn't defend it? Um, I
0: don't... No. Um and it just says that he was um Oh it said he was stripped of it and the thing it said I'm trying to read I said it was um it was a match that he had at one at Progress one chapter one hundred thirty four was in in, in the VQ. Mm. Um say if it was any like coach Jim interferes regression will be stripped of the title, so they stripped him of the title, so that's that. Um let's see. Let me see if there's anything else before we get to the main event. Oh, we still got still got one more still got one more thing to talk about. So, dawn it's time to X, when we always ask um, every week. Oh, more. says that he doesn't believe that the New Age Outlaws will be the Hall of Fame. Um. Uh, Let us see why. we well, deducted. They've as a member of DX, but they don't think, um, he doesn't think that the New Age Outlaws will get in there as a duo, nor with the Armstrong family which will be a tragedy because the Armstrongs was definitely one of those things that, you know, kind of honors the robes.
2: Um, the Popos. Um,
0: yes. Yes. Um, one of those names that those wrestling families that, you know, was definitely, you know, around like the, the 80s and everything. So, That's going to bust it, but it is what it is. Um, Okay, now let's talk to you, sir, about, um... oh, yeah, also MJ, they're talking about MJFs having contract issues or management issues with AEW. I believe that's definitely a work because he works whenever he comes to do interviews and things like that. You know, he doesn't, It's no shoots. It's all work for him. <laughs> all right. Let's see if Don, let's see if, listeners, let's see if Don will watch the main event this week. What you got? All right. We got, you know, a match that probably would be, you know, a banger anyway on any, no you know, NXT, um, any of the WWE pay per views. We got um, Ciampa versus Reggie. And then. We have the Street Profits versus Apollo Cruz and Commander Aziz. No, this is, this
2: I, not even on the strength of the Street Profits can I lower <laughs> myself to come watch this program. And that's a damn shame that they done really yeah, good. Yeah, Street Profits, they, had uh,
0: nothing, they have nothing going with them since um they had the RKO, the match for RKO a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm
2: relegated really
0: the main event. Mm. Tragic Now for level up, we have Javier Bernal versus Bryce Montana, mm-hmm. Ivy Now versus Elisa Leon, and Josh Bridges versus Pussy
2: Elliott. Gotta watch Ivy Now. I like Ivy Now.
0: Yeah, I like Ivy Now too.
2: I told you, you she will be future champion. They don't screw
0: don't it up. Well, you know. They're known for scoring things up. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are at, we have arrived
2: at the main event of our program. No, we could have just led off with this, but they probably would have stopped listening after fifteen. minutes. Yeah, we
0: said this ain't this, ain't the, this ain't the old days when we used to do the more muscle segment first and then do the raw cast. Like we need to get the raw cast. Like no, nah. You say, You can listen to us you know, torture ourselves recap it raw and then get to the more melted segment. But here's this is the main event. Um wow. So you know, as you as you alluded to on the on the um, raw on the on the raw recap, Becky Lynch had you know said she saw Naomi and I mean Sasha Banks and Naomi packing their bags up and leaving. And they left the building. Like like I said I was watching and I'm thinking like okay this is storyline whatever whatever so I seen Shaolin Shogun you know, tweet saying you know if this was anybody else then you know people would um, you know have something to say but since it's Sasha Banks you know people won't take her side or something along that line and I was just like because
2: okay. you know that you know if anybody gonna stir it up it's gonna be Shaolin Shogun
0: yeah. So then, you know, I'm like, okay. And then, next thing you know, during the, the match with Oscar um, and uh, Becky Lynch, um, you know, Corey Graves alludes to, you know, Sasha Banks and Naomi, you know, walking out, and they said they're normally professional. You know, they're normally professional and whatnot. Well, let me get exactly what they say. They've been Eating him up on Twitter with his comments. Um, he said, um, "Well, he said something. I don't even like what he said." But he, he said that they were like, uh, yeah, "He said, uh, he said Sasha Banks and Naomi summarily some, some and, and unprofessionally walked out." Right. We already know, and we know who who that was that fed him that line. Mm-hmm. We we know who fed him that line. One Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Dang, this is everybody know everybody that, 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 that went and talked about this. Even E News is um even you know talking about it. So you know, so you know Vince loves when when, when mainstream. Gets a hold of things and everything, and they report on things like that. He, he loves it, even though this is like kind of like putting a damper on him. So, get back to the whole thing. So, apparently, from what you know, reports have said, PW Insider, um, stated this first that you know they had um issues that Sasha and Naomi had issues with the creative going to the, the announced six pack challenge that was supposed to be the main event of the show last night um I'm gonna go find the young man that's Naomi friend and read his um and read his um his thread real quick he said you are approaching February as being a put in the tag team after being promised big um views at WrestleMania. You bite the bullet and put everything into being a tag team. It works, you get over with the titles of WrestleMania and you become merch pushers. Five weeks into your reign, you show up on the live TV and you're ready to work. You're told you to be in the main event and you're happy. And you are both then told that one of you that one of them will be going over the going over from pinning the other. We have questions Why that decision was made and how it helps y'all. Uh, You request a meeting with your boss to discuss it. Your boss takes the meeting and everything is actually going well. He he understands your concerns. The meeting ends well and the match is told to be reconstructed. For some reason, producers get mad about it. You then ask for one of your members. You then ask with one of your members going over what happens to your titles. You're basically told that you'll just be carrying the belts. They want you to they want to use you to help get both women's champions over to get more over. So apparently Bianca versus Naomi and Sasha versus Ronda. Neither one of you will win solo titles and you will, you won't defend your tag titles until Money in the Bank. You ask for another meeting with your boss, but this time you're being called spoil. A producer walks away screaming. He comes back and tells you both to fix your attitudes. Y'all have a brief meeting amongst yourselves and decide to stand up for yourselves. You go to another boss and it makes it clear you just have concerns. You ask why are you even in the match and why aren't other women in it. Um, you ask why your titles have no story for two months. Again, you're met with your attitudes. So after one final meeting with yourselves and asking others, you make the ultimate decision as a team. It's sad how one side is trying to create a fucked up narrative. Also, it was asked why Nikki A.S.H. and Dewdrop in the match instead of starting that program tonight. Naomi knows Sasha talked down about being in the ring with, one, with either one. I don't know how they got flipped. And that's from um, Naomi's friend Adidas underscore head 88. Now the WWE what they said um They said, "Hold on, let me pull up, Come up, pull up, come up, up." Um, let go check that Twitter because they tweeted out.
2: They tweet, they actually tweeted that out. Oh yeah, the like, statement about <laughs> them being uh, unprofessional and not wanting to work with. Two of the participants in the match. Yeah, it was, that was that was that was was hilarious. I was
0: like, wow. Y'all got y'all got jokes. Um Yeah, oh. they really they really came out and said that. But the thing was, now a lot of us look now Jimmy um Smith, he does a um a series XM show and he said that you know, it wasn't... Um, he's, he definitely said it wasn't the work. And he said that they... Um, he said that they... Um, everyone was caught off guard, but gave kudos to Becky and Asuka for putting on uh, a good main event um, despite the circumstances. And, you know, that's just interested how that all just played out. Dang, I can't even find the tweet. They had the tweet. Oh, don't tell me they deleted it. Don't tell me y'all deleted the tweet, WWE. That's 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 cold. Um, but yeah um... a lot of people, lot of people had spoke up a lot of people spoke up in defence of them. um you know, um, CM Punk came in defense. And then um Zach um not Zach um well Matt Cardona said that he should have um he should have quit when um he should have quit when um he should went to the um creative and said when he got pushed off the um the stage in the wheelchair cause he wasn't being respected as an internet champion. And CM Punk got his ass for that. And Dax Hallwood, you know, came and followed up with that too, as well. All right, so here's a, the official WWE statement on Sasha Banks and Naomi. When Sasha Banks and Naomi arrived at the ring of this afternoon, they were informed of their participation in the main event door of tonight's Monday Night Raw. During the broadcast, they walked into WWE Head of, Talent, Rick, Head of Talent Relations, John Laurinaitis' office with their suitcase in hand, placed their tag team title championship belts, tag team championship belts on his desk and walked out. They claimed they weren't being respected enough as tag team champions and even though they had eight hours to rehearse and construct that match they claimed they were uncomfortable in the ring with two of their opponents even though they had matches in the past matches with those individuals in the past with no consequence. Monday Night Raw is a scripted live TV show whose characters are expected to perform the requirements of their contract. We regret as we were unable to deliver as advertised tonight's main event. Uh,
2: definitely, uh, a sniper shot by WWE, um, to try to discredit them and to right. get, of course, their side of the story out first to put their point of view out first. um, I thought that everything was good up until they put out the part about them uh, not feeling comfortable with two of the participants in the ring. Um, You know, that definitely was put in there on purpose, uh, because that's something that, you know, they probably could have left out if they wanted to. But to just add that little bit in there definitely creates uh, tension because now it makes the people who the other four people in the match be like oh they're talking about me they're talking about me they're talking about me i'm glad that whoever was speaking on behalf of naomi was able to get their story out a few hours after the wwe official release so we could kind of get the other side of things um this basically just comes down to sasha banks being like yo i already been through this bullshit before and this i'm not gonna let it happen to me again I already left one time for fucking six months because y'all was on some bullshit concerning me in, in these damn titles. I got the shits back again, probably the way that she talked—that she probably wasn't too fond of it—but she, you know, went ahead and did it. Did it with somebody that she wanted to do it with, so it would be enjoyable. They, yeah, and we can get, get,
0: you know. They would get some. Definitely got some. Got some eyes and everything because it was like a lot of you know, black girls who watch wrestling who would definitely loving this, loving their tag, loving the right. tag team, right? With those two,
2: and she's like, "Hey, you know what I'm saying? We I fought to get these titles a part of the roster. Got them, y'all. Screwed us over at WrestleMania, having us lose to the Iconics, and that way that they lost and a really uninspired." Type of match that Sasha Banks was just not feeling at all from the very beginning. Like she ready to go right to the end, yeah. like, and Vince was like, "No, but you can
0: take take a vacation, take the time that you need,
2: right?" Yeah. And so now, fast forward three years later, two years later, whatever, they have a point. Why would you a have? one tag team champion pin another tag team champion in a match to determine a number one contender. Then, why would you have one tag team champion win this match only to lose at the pay-per-view? It's the thing that I've been talking about the whole time. Why are the tag team champions wrestling in so many singles matches? That's not what it's supposed to be about. It's supposed to be a tag team. And they say now here's the whole
0: thing. Here's the whole thing about about how that match supposed to be finished. So that's what the the word was. It was supposed to be Naomi pinning Sasha, but then it came out and saying that um, Naomi was supposed to be pinning Do Drop, not Do Drop. Um, Nikki Ash, and then she was going to have to wrestle um, Bianca, and then Sasha would have been. Put, been looking look at to continue to wrestle um, Ronda um, Rousey on SmackDown, and it's just like you said, and we've been saying, you've been saying, and we've been saying this for like past couple years. You know why are you subjecting the if you having the women's tag team champions? You know why are you subjecting with singles matches? And like I've been saying, there's a whole PC of women wrestlers that that you want to get them experience on T V, have them come up and wrestle um Naomi, mean not Naomi, have them wrestle Naomi and Sasha, you know. It's what they I I would say AEW does well, you know, they don't give you the matches, you know, those matches quite as often as they, they they do. You know, you'll you'll have like other people who could come in and fill in and wrestle those champions that they're gonna be wrestling on those on those shows like Rampage and Dynamite, or you know they'll they'll have somebody wrest they'll have the champ they have a champion wrestle somebody, you know, and then they'll they'll get the match out of them. It's kind of like build like you said, building up the um building up the champions or the challengers, so to speak. That's all y'all do, but no, but he wants with Vince. But i think vince was fine and was going it was going and was going to listen to sasha and, and change it but whoever the producer was that came back saying they were being spoiled and told them to fix their attitudes definitely got Vince's in was like you know why you know why are we changing the creative and everything it's dumb creative we've been saying that anybody who's watching will tell you that it's dumb It's dumb creative right here who wants to sit there and, you know, you're a tag team champion, but you put in in single matches to get your main champion over. Raquel Gonzalez wrestled Ronda Rousey last week on SmackDown and got quite a bit of offense, and Ronda seemed like she was struggling with Raquel, and then she got the win with Roll Up. What's so hard about doing that going forward? You know, if you want to get Minky you know, some time, some some reps before Hell himself. Cell. Hell, you still have Carmella and Queen Zelina on the raw roster that can um that could um, wrestle that could have, could have been in that main event, that six pack main event. Because we went hand did that and never that been that. And then it put them in the start the program, I guess, with Nikki ASH and D-Drop. And they were just saying, you know, hey, we rather start the program with them because, you know, that's a good, a, a good, you know, good, you know, program to start. That's gonna be our focus of the women's tag team division. They try to get that built up, but WWE, whoever in the creative hands is, not not listening. They just like, you know, we want, um, you know, they just forcing these dumb singles matches and everything. And it's like, what's the purpose of having? Women tag team champions. If you're not fulfilled with it, with that their, their role is,
2: yeah, it's um, it's one of those things that definitely gets people on two different sides of the conversation because, um, you know, some people are like, "Oh, it's so unprofessional," even though you know you don't agree with it. It's your job; you just go through with it. And then there's other people that are like, man, if you don't use the uh, uh, the ability and the leverage to speak up and determine your own direction, then, you know, you'll never get the opportunity again. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, so Sasha Banks is just like, nah, I, I'm not having it. And And she's right. The creative was dumb. Everything about that whole layout of what they wanted to do with that six-pack challenge makes no sense. Diminishes your tag team champions, makes them nothing. uh, Because all you're going to see them do is pin each other, then get pinned by two champions, and makes them less champions. And if you've got a program for them that you're trying to build, then yeah, I'm like, damn, let's go ahead and get this thing Cooking and motivating, and stop using us to, you know, prop up your 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 your, your main event, your 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 title picture. Um, like I said during the review, I mean, they could have put Alexa Bliss and Sonya Deville in that six-pack challenge for the you know little time that they wrestled each other. Nobody would have known anything different, you know. But. They didn't want to do that because they wanted to specifically make the tag team champions look bad and I'm with Sasha Banks. Nah, I'm not having that. You're not finna treat me any kind of way after you already done treated me any kind of way one time before and she, I, you know, she just probably had PSD like nah man, I see where this is going it's going to be just like the last time and I'm putting my foot down because I can. And if you don't like it you want to fire me or you want to, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to breach the contract, whatever, release me, and I'll go out here in these acne streets or I'll go over here to AEW or wherever, and I'll be just fine with So they're saying, so I'm saying
0: Dave Meltzer say the WWE doesn't want to suspend um, Sasha or
2: Naomi. Well, that's good.
0: I need to start, um, so, because, um, Anwar had DM me last well, this morning, rather, and was, um, I need to start, you know, reading more, um, of the Reddits over there because they, they, they post the, the Fightful Select and the, um, the Dave and stuff over there
2: on the, um... But don't be giving away the, the trade secrets. Huh? Don't be giving away the trade secrets. Oh. I'm just saying, you know. Don't let people know you got a way to to to, to, to get their inside of stuff. Then they're gonna they're gonna stop then they're gonna find a way to keep it from getting over there.
0: Yeah, please. They, <laughs> they 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 can try, but they ain't gonna they can they that. to try shut one down and then we'll pop right back up. But he sent me something saying that um So this is the whole piece the whole piece in question they said those the situations said that Naomi and Sasha Banks didn't claim that they didn't want to work with Becky, Lynch, or Oscar, though that was implied in the WWE statement. And those were the two women referenced. Instead, we're told that Sasha Banks and Naomi were angling to work with Nikki Ash and Brop at the pay-per-view. The talents themselves hadn't heard that Sasha and Naomi considered anyone unsafe until the statement was released. WWE talent also got that statement in their internal talents relations act is it so basically so this is the thing wwe has that their own little app <laughs> so they release the things if anything happens in the company and stuff like that the talent that's how the talent they lose everything so um yeah it, it's just a lot that's just they call them unprofessional and everything but getting still a lot of people was talking about um making references to cm punk leaving Leaving and not coming back, um, Steve Austin, um, taking his taking his ball and going home. And then also they was bringing up um how um um Charlotte and Becky was shooting for each other in the in the hmm. They didn't get called unprofessional or anything like that. So yeah, man, this was this has been a hot button topic for the entire day. Like everyone just been talking, and like as soon as it happened, I'm thinking like, it was a storyline, and the next thing you know, everything just started coming out. WWE releasing that statement was was, was 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 trash in itself.
2: Hmm. Total trash.
0: Yeah, so we'll see what happens and then going on, we'll, 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 we'll going on, what happen with that. But that's just the that's the main topic right there. Um, Sasha and Naomi walked out of Raw. It's caused something to change. And <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like it's kind of like somebody said. Um, I was reading all K side seats in the comment section they say I'm always going to be for somebody saying um, that doesn't work for me brother
2: <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that's basically uh, what Sasha Banks basically pulled was uh, you know hey that doesn't work for me and it wasn't <laughs> right. and it wasn't like she was just like fix it and they were like well what do you suggest I don't know just fix it like they said you know Bruce Preacher would say Steve Austin would do but at least they they came. Oh, he also was say just hey, fix it. Yeah, at least they came with something.
0: Yeah, he's like, hey, he's like, yeah, let's let's start with the the dude drop and Nikki Ash. Let's, let's do that. Start start that that feud for the pay per view. Like they wanted them to put over. So here's the thing, they wanted them to go to Hell in a Cell. Wrestle now, Reddit. Bianca and Naomi would, 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 be a, would be a great match. We would love to see it.
2: They don't. People don't want to see them wrestle each other. They want to see them wrestle with each other. Yeah, but they they still might want to see them do some business down at WrestleMania in
0: the future something like that. I mean, great. Like I can say it'd be a good match, but at the same time, nobody wants to see them wrestle because of the, you know the you know the the, the the sisterhood they got going on with each other. And everything. Mhm. And then, definitely Sasha wrestling Ronda, and we just been sitting. You know, you know we were all gonna sitting there like, why are we get why why are they doing Sasha like this? And it's like you know Sasha Banks is a star. You know, she got one foot out the door. Hollywood is definitely saying, "Girl, you know, come over here and sign with us and make some real money and." you know, you ain't got a robot the Leicester bumps and anything like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: it get a major payday with us. And so, you know, this has got to realize that. Also, they said Sasha unfollowed all the WWE related accounts on Twitter. So the WWE account, Vince McMahon, whoever else, she unfollowed all of them.
2: Yeah, man, this is a real serious, uh, serious crossroads with how they handled this, because um, you know this is a uh, this is kind of new for modern wrestling. We haven't really, I think, CM Punk was the last person to kind of just walk out on them uh, in this right. regard. Uh, and and he, drop the, um, and he brought the um, he dropped the
0: podcast with um, Coca on Christmas Day year. And that was the
2: same. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Killed, they, killed their uh, friendship.
2: Yeah, hurt everything about those two guys um, when it came to their friendship. But um, this was wild, man. This is wild. This is um, good for the wrestlers exercising their voice and yeah. and and not putting themselves in a situation where they knew it was going to make them look bad, knew it was going to diminish uh, their it's overall value.
0: It's what I'm just saying. They need to start letting the wrestlers, like, you know, let them have more of a, a say. You know, like, hey, you know, do you want to go this direction with this um, this creative or what? Have them have a say. You know, let them make some, if they, if they say, you know, maybe we should, you know, tune up some things or go in this direction, do something, this, that, and the other, let them have a say in what's going to happen with the creatives Mm-hmm let them have a say you have got to, got to
2: have to have, but you also got to have somebody that's going to be able to stand there and be like that's a little too overboard because you don't want to I mean yeah somebody
0: to be too overboard but then at the same time you can just sit there and say okay we can work for something like that mm-hmm. you can't know you know, you have to, certain things that you have to recognize for WWE you know who you're wrestling like, who's wrestling and what, what's, going, what's going on and everything yeah I recognize that I get that at the same time, just be like, "Hey, listen, this is what we got in store." So you know, if you have any ideas, you might want to add. You, want something you might want to change. You no, know, put a little faith in the in the wrestlers the store that they can actually get some stuff done. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just this is just crazy, man. It's just it's just been a lot. And you know, Sasha was like, "You know what?" And I was she was she did um, a, a show with um, that. She did an interview with Kevin Hart over the weekend. You know what Kevin Hart they do? That um, they sit in the the, the cold tub and he did the interview there. So um, she had said that somebody had told her and NXT that she was a good a good hand. You know how we say that that person's a good hand? You know they get the other people over. And so she told that person. She said, "All right, she said, I'm gonna show you, show you what I can do." And you know, next thing you know, next year she was the NXT Women's Champion. You know, um. And so um William Regal has said um William has said that um he he put his job on the line when it came to Sasha Banks. He said, you know, if things don't work out with Sasha Banks, you can fire me. Uh-huh. And you know, apparently it didn't work out. And we got some great matches with Sasha, you know, she 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 paid her dues at NXT. Pay the dues. Then she became the top, the top girl in NXT, and then you know she went to the main roster and did her thing there too. So you know the thing is, and also Naomi's been there for they. they I think they've been at the company for, for the same length for time because um I know Naomi was down at FCW. Naomi was at the FCW. Today was her and um. Cameron was they was acting real ratchet down there in FCW. <laughs> I know, I've, seen those, I've seen those old clips, they were acting real ratchet down there. And this was the days when Sasha was just sitting in the audience. She was I think she was signed, but she was in the audience and everything. So she wasn't really like starting to wrestle yet, but she was in the audience, you know, being an extra and everything. Mm-hmm. So they did that. They, They've they been down there for the same length of time, you know. So granted, they both got some pull, they both was like, listen, You know less um and he told me they were not going to win the titles they just want him to get the get the the other champions over i'm just like all right binky i get it but binky really don't need it because binky is good either way you could put somebody else in that role to wrestle her and her and her i know her and oscars want to tear down hell herself hmm no no way they're not gonna have a bad they're not gonna have a bad match and it's like, it's like Sasha puts Ronda over And I'm like, why would you want to do that? Why don't you Why would you just save that for a major show? A SummerSlam, a Survivor Series. You know, if you want to, you want to have Ronda um, and Sasha do something like that, do that at a major show. Don't do that at Hell in a Cell just to get her over. What is it what they going to do, but just make, make fans upset? Yeah. Making talent upset. Making talent upset too. Yeah. Yeah, man. So that's you know that's that's that that's like I said, that was the main thing. You know, I'm sure more will come into development as, you know, the week plays out and everything, but Sasha and Naomi walked out of Raw and they had to really had to make cause something to change our reality. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Alright, Mo, at this point, man, I'll turn it over to you for your shout out, so thank yous. Man,
0: it's after midnight, so I'll just keep it real short. Shout out to everybody who goes with us, rocks with us. Um, um shout out to, um Simi. Um Oh okay, yeah, thanks Simi. Um, I heard what you said. Um I was listened to the I to the um the show last week and you was and you said, um some old, um, oh yeah, she was like, um, "You drop didn't deserve." They only twerking in the ring, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I was like, "Yeah, man, that's true." And she was like, "Yeah, someone, some, we, um, we see each other. talking the Will Hobbs slander, and um, um, the whole they only twerking in the ring. You know, we had um, shout out to Jane She's like She's having a great, great um, vacation. I'm happy for her." Shout out to Anwar Terry's boy. Shout out to everybody who's got spaces. Um, Khaled Rand, Black Marvel, Black Holland, um, everybody who's in the tweets with us. Um, shout out to my, 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 my Normals, Miss V, Queen Mount Mandy, Six Foot Apple, um, Julep, Julep. uh, Mamma's you know. Smiley, uh, my girl Jay. Oh, uh, maybe I just be down with us. Roll up Sunny Jerome, aka Word. um uh, Yeah, it's bit, you know, KBD, you know, we got a whole nice squad of folks that wrote that fleet with us that talk wrestling and everything and make their opinions heard. So get into it. That's it for me.
2: Thank you to Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese once again for coming here and discussing Monday night raw with me. Um, thank you to Ms. V and everybody who joins us. All the gorgeous ladies of the WrestleCast. Miss Simi, Miss J to the max. Hopefully she had safe travels back home. Miss Didi and Anwar Starwin, Terry's boy. Hopefully they're all enthralled and the best of the super juniors. I'm going to try to watch me a few matches uh, this week uh, see what I can see and i uh, just been out of the loop on New Japan so bad but I'm going to try to watch me some Best of Super Juniors um, shout out to uh, uh, Kylet Wren, Black Marvel Black Howling, everybody who joins us in the spaces, definitely appreciate it uh, join us over on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Media. Where you can get uh, pre and post show conversations as well as the Dark Match uh, review of AEW Dynamite. Me and Miss Simi, we talk AEW each and every week over on the Patreon page. Uh, check that out. A lot of extra content over there on the Patreon page. Uh, continue to use the hashtag Rawcast each and every Monday night to share your commentary with Color with us on Twitter and our live suites, and also join us in the Rawcast. Twitter spaces so for my co-host Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese I'm your host Don DeLarrente and this has been the Rawcast please stay tuned for the parting promo
1: the biggest threat to Seth Rollins probably isn't me it's probably Seth Rollins he is trapped in this pandemonium purgatory of his own design and he is hell bent on pulling me in with him let take a little stroll, that memory lane stroll, 2012, Seth Rollins shows up to WWE shielded up, and I would remember I was one of the bitter boys in the locker room. Within months, he had won tag team gold. Within a few years, he had climbed the metaphorical and very real ladder in our sport. He had won the WWE Championship. He had shattered the glass ceiling. And for skeptics like myself, he had proved there was a glass ceiling in the first place. Seth Rollins won his way to the top. My story is a little different. I, didn't win, no, I didn't win that much till recently, actually I lost, I scratched, I clawed, I painted my face with a smile, dead inside, looking up at the lights most nights, but the thing is, I endured. You learn so much from loss. You learn how to live, how to love, how to adapt, how to reinvent yourself. The difference between a revolutionary interview and actual revolutionary actions. And the number one thing that I learned, I'm never gonna be the American dream. So why not embrace the nightmare? Does Seth Rollins, his embarrassment over losing two matches outweigh my quest for vindication? And if quest for vindication sounds hyperbolic, here's another way to put it, my second chance. Everyone here tonight knows what it's like to get a second chance. You don't take it for granted. And if Seth Rollins intends on denying me said second chance, buddy, You're going to have to kill me. And I'm going to give you the chance. I say we run it back. I say, we lock all that angst in here. We leave it all on the map. I say, we play for keeps. What do you say, Rollins versus Rhodes for the third time? But this time, inside hell in a cell. So let me get this straight, Cody trying to steal my spotlight at Wrestlemania that wasn't enough for you no 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 cheating to beat me at Wrestlemania backlash that wasn't enough for you one little stomp on the announce desk and now you're begging pleading with Seth freaking Rollins for one more go around (laughs) this time inside hell in a cell You Martin must be stupider than you look. That is the biggest mistake you've ever made in your entire life. Anyone who's ever stepped foot in that cell with me is changed for <laughs> You already know my answer. I am going to exploit... Every one of your insecurities, and I am going to expose you for the fraud that you are. Rollins versus Rhodes 3. I accept. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess there's nothing left to say other than. I'll see you in hell